Is the holy mountain forbidden to men? Stand on the sacred mountain. Bring me to your holy mountain. In the mighty mountains that border the goblin wastelands. It was the dragon in the mountain. Strangers carried me to mountaintops to see holy men. The mountains are fair teeming with goblins. In the forbidden mountains. She lives atop a mountain. After the dragon took the lonely mountain. Is the holy mountain forbidden to men? the Forbidden Mountains. That's not totally surprising to me. Um, there's one other mountain that I really wanted to discuss, and it's a, it's a mountain that has many names. Okay. Do it. Um, Mount, Mount Hermon. Of course. Right? where uh, the Book of Enoch tells us that Shem, Shemyaza, Semjaza, and his 200 cohorts came down and decided that they would make a pact and um, give mankind technology in exchange for taking their wives, their women as wives. Um, it's also known as well, at the base of it is the place known as the Grotto of Pan mm -hmm. by the Romans. Um, it's also what Jesus calls the Gates of Tartarus, the Gates of Hell, when he his famous um, quote where he's talking to Peter and and he asks who who do people say that i who say that the son of man is and and you know they say oh some say you're elijah some say you're the prophet some say you're jeremiah and then jesus <laughs> says well who do you say that i am bam and peter um definitely inspired by the holy spirit says you are the son of god and he says truly yeah. peter uh, you only know this because God told you. Yeah. And um, on this rock, as he's standing right there in front of the gates of Tartarus, in front of Mount Hermon in Caesarea Philippi, he says, the gates of hell will not prevail against my church. And on this rock, Amen. I will build my church. And, yep. and people say, oh, the, it, that means Peter, <laughs> Peter on this rock. We weren't built on the rock of Peter. He's not. We were. Jesus was taken back something that we gave away. Right yeah. here, he said, "I'm. Oops, sorry. I'm taking this this area this back. No longer does Satan have dominion over my church. You may have given mankind may have given um, your dominion to Hillel." but I am standing right here and I'm taking it back mm -hmm. and those, the gates of hell will not prevail against my church. And he, he redeemed us on earth from the power of Satan, even though Satan is the prince of the power of the air or Hillel is the prince of the power of the air, even though he is the God of this world, he is, he is the one who holds the deed right now, right there yep. at the, the, um, foot of that mountain, Jesus, man, he threw down the gauntlet. He said, this, this is war. Yep. In case you were wondering what I'm here for, <laughs> this is it. And so it wasn't to establish a papacy um, through Peter. It was, he, 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 Peter just happened to be his friend who he communicated it to first. Yep. So Mount Hermon is um, a big deal. And I think Kaiser has a book about Mount Hermon. I yeah. think also um, Joel uh, Richardson does as well. And it's good. Um, oh, Joel. 
yeah, I think um, Sinai to Zion um, talks about this and in, oh, and I didn't get to Mount Sinai. <laughs> oh, that's, that's kind of an important one. It is the other important um, Mount Sinai, which is not in Israel. I believe Mount Sinai is in, um, in Goshen. It's, it's in that area of, um, Egypt. And if you want to check. Yeah, I'm looking right, up right now. Yeah, it is in Egypt. But I'm, um, that mountain is where uh, first Moses was tending his father-in-law Jethro's sheep and saw a bush that was burning but not being consumed by the fire in it. And then he hears a voice, Moses, and he says, that, that, that's me. And the voice says, take off your shoes. You are on holy ground. Um, it, for yeah. people's reference, that is Exodus 3.5. Yep, it's in... In the yep. Sinai Desert. In the Sinai Peninsula. And it's... Uh, right. Duh, I'm an idiot. Of course it is. <laughs> this is Sinai's uh, in the name. Yeah. Um, populated gov government of Egypt. So, yeah. Yeah. It is... Uh, I mean... I don't know if that... I don't know if that actually is Egypt. I mean, I assume it is if it's governed it, by Egypt. It is. And, and it's the Sinai yeah, it is. Peninsula. is a very interesting um, area. It's right there... Um, it touches Saudi hmm. and it touches oh, what yes. is modern day Iraq and it is a sneeze away from Israel. Oh, that's cool. Can you believe it? On this tiny, tiny globe that I have. <laughs> Can you see it? It's, it's on there. Yeah. It says Mount Sinai. That's super cool. <laughs> but that's that's also it's the same mountain where if an animal went onto this mountain it was to be killed. If person who was not sanctified went onto that mountain they were to be killed. That is where Moses went and spent was it forty days and nights on Sinai when God gave him the commands. Oh, man. I'm thinking it's 40 days um, on Mount Sinai. And when he came down. That sounds right. Let, let me check. When he came down from that encounter with God, um, he glowed. They made 40 days and 40 put, nights. Yep. Yeah. They made him put a veil over his face. Yeah. But the people would hear the rumbling and see the lightning. Yep. Um the strange the strange lights on the mountain, they were petrified of it, didn't want to go near it. And Moses when he came down made them vastly uncomfortable. <laughs> and I think that's because of his proximity to the to the holy. Sure. Of course. You yeah. know, but so Mount Sinai, um, those those are the three big holy mountains that the word of God talks about. Um, the, hmm. the transfiguration. Yeah. I, transfiguration. That's what I was thinking of actually in, when you were talking about Moses. Is it John 17? I think it, I, I'm about positive. It's in John chapter 17 because sorry, in Matthew chapter 17. Although, what was the meaning? Matthew 17. Yep. Matthew 17. And yep. I'm reading Matthew right now again. That's why it's oh. fresh on the brain. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that good normally with the addresses. Oh, wait, <laughs> the wait, scripture, yes. The addresses, no. Not so much. That's funny. 
We're um, reading, my husband and I are reading in Exodus and reading in Matthew currently. So <laughs> that is why it's easy to... On the tip of the tongue. Right? It's, yeah. it's fresh in the brain. Um, the Mount of Transfiguration, if I remember right, is uh, in the Mount, Mount of Olives is where that happens. And right there at Gethsemane. Mount Tabor. Mount Tabor. According to, tra to, to tradition, it says. Uh, oh, there's another one there. <laughs> Mount Tabor. Uh, yeah. The earliest identification of Mount of Transfiguration as Tabor is by origin in the third century. Oops, that's so far out. Hmm. Interesting. Mount Tabor, Israel. Let's see where it is. Oh, let's see. Um, Mount Hermon was suggested by J. Lightfoot in 1602. And somebody in 19, well, somebody born in 1915, R.H. Fuller suggested that. Other Tabor is located in the Lower Galilee, in oh, the Mount, Jezreel Valley. Mount Sinai is also suggested as that. Um, as Mount Tabor? That's what they say, yeah. That's according Sinai. to... But, I mean, but Sinai is in the Sinai Peninsula, and yeah. Harvor is in the Lower Galilee. Yep. Yeah, that's what it says. I, I, I mean, I'm also looking at Wikipedia, and I would also take it with a grain of salt. Um, right, 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 right. 11 miles. Huh. Yeah. Well, we'll look it up. Hmm. Nonetheless, Sorry, guys, I didn't do good enough uh, research there to see where um, it was. If that's the case, and it's in the it's in the Galilee, then it seems like it might be more of the Caesarea Philippi area, which is uh, Hermon. Hmm. <laughs> but I'll go back in. Read more, more in the word what it says about it because usually the Bible gives clues as to where they were at that time, <laughs> and you know, um, indeed. But I sadly failed and did not write it down, for which I do very much apologize, y'all. Unforgivable. Um, no, I will take a flogging. Jeez, I didn't think we were going to take this long, but I guess I'm, we are. Um, I, I think we might break this up and just release it throughout the week, frankly. Um, I'm going to go, oh, go ahead. I was going to say that's, that's it for my, um, my mountain. I guess places. I can go through, um, yeah, let me go through these real quick. These are some interesting mountains. We'll be quick about these guys. I know we're getting lengthy. Um, we're going to have to save water for, for next time. Holy moly. Yeah, I had a feeling this is just that this topic is really, I don't know. I could see this easily being five episodes, guys. It's long. Um, so coming back to some other cultures real quick, and I wanted Shell to, to give some biblical background so that we just see that in general. See, because here's the thing. I think that, as Christians, we have this tendency to think that uh, that there's no other type of of legit spiritual activity that can happen except when it's you know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I'm not saying that that's I don't mean it in a funny way. Uh, I know it sounds funny. I I just mean I just don't feel like we take we take the opposition seriously. 
Right. No, I totally agree with you there. That and that's the whole. Um, I mean, that's why we're. That's we're the whole. All the other gods this. are are just stone idols. Yeah, and we don't. We do. You know, adhere to that. Like, like there were there there were no there there were no um, seventy. Um, little g gods to which the the um, earth was allotted. You know, Deuteronomy thirty two mm -hmm. wasn't written or anything. Yep. As a matter of fact, and and you know, God didn't say in also in Deuteronomy that he had beef with Israel because they kept going after um, foreign gods to whom they were not allotted. <laughs> well, I, we'll 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 go into the allotment of the nations um, in the near future because it's kind yeah. of been on my heart, and because most hmm. people are most Christians are completely unaware of it, and so they're like, "Oh no, we are monotheistic. We don't believe that there are any other gods. No, we are monotheistic. We only believe that the Creator is worthy of praise. That's right. But not that He is the only." Um, Elohim. Elohim is not the only deity. He is the only yep. deity worthy of praise. Yep. And and I would even go a step further and say made, or, or sorry, not made, but that exists for praise um, and worship and adoration. No other yeah. god, no other god it, it was even made for that. No, right? and, and that's what Hillel was made to lead in the worship of Yahweh. That yep. is literally how the, um, the word talks about him being formed with musical instruments as part of his body, the timbrel yeah. and the, the lyre. And I, I forget all the things because it's it's weird and it's fantastic and and hard to wrap my little <laughs> brain around um you, you had one job he had one job and you know what here's the deal when he abdicated that job that fell to us mm. which is part of what makes us thin places oh i like that nice yeah Ian. That's absolutely accurate. That's absolutely When we accurate. were talking about that earlier in the week, that was something that that I realized is that the worship mm -hmm. is one of those things that makes a thin place, which is another reason why the Judean mountain range, the Temple Mount in particular, has so much sacredness because the praises of God have been sung and said um, for the last few thousand years. Yeah. And there have been points where God has just stopped everything. Um, his worship has been so complete. And um, those are some of my favorite historical accounts of, <laughs> of when the Holy Spirit comes down in mass on the people of Israel because, because their heart is positioned in a perfect way. And yeah. um, maybe just for that tiny bit of time, but nonetheless, and we'll, we'll talk about that more too. I guess I won't, it, this is not the time to flesh it out, yeah. but, but to um, tie that, thread together though yeah that man that that mountain it is this sacred sacred place hmm. man you guys are gonna get a boatload of content right now um <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm gonna go over these bad boys real quick uh so as far as i should mention that the tibetan buddhists are a very very particular group of buddhists and have some very, very interesting beliefs. Um, they believe in a mountain called Mount Meru. And 
it's not even actually see now there is this is where i was a little confused and took me a while to kind of sift through it there is a mount maru in africa apparently but i don't think it's the same one that they're referring to um you can correct me if i'm wrong but there is at least a i don't want to say made up but there is a mountain that they that is not a tangible mountain um, as far as I can tell, right? Uh, that I couldn't find it. Not the one that they're the talking about. The mountain version of Shambhala? Pretty much. Um, except instead of going in, it's going up. And different layers and different levels. Um, well, higher you go up, the, the closer you get to the highest gods, right? Um, this is actually, and I'm going to show you guys some, some quick um, images here. These are actually represented on something called uh, mandalas or mandalas. I don't know what the proper way to say it is, actually. Um, let's see. Let's start right here. Oh, this is going to be great. I don't have to do my whole screen all dumb and weird. There we go. These are called mandalas. And if you look here, I don't know if you guys Talk can see that. Talk really about well. sacred geometry. Yep. Each one of these, if you if you notice these, um, you probably can't see my mouse, huh? Give me a sec. Let me go. Right over here. Right over here. There we go. Okay. If you see each one of these concentric circles, this represents a higher level up the mountain and growing closer and closer to the highest deity, which you can probably see here in the center. So um, is this supposed to be like a bird's eye view looking down upon the mountain yeah, from the top? That's okay. exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, and this isn't even one of the best ones, but you can you can see that what we'll be talking about this in a second, but they're, these are all positioned in cardinal directions perfectly. And North, south, east, west. Yep, yep. And the, the crazy thing about these is that they are used... Here, I'm going to show you guys some other ones real quick while we're doing that. These are used for guided... Um, well, maybe auto-guided, but probably also guided meditation. And they are essentially for, because, I mean, they're super, super complex, as you can probably tell. They are specifically for gaining altered states of consciousness. And let's see here. Let me watch that. Yeah, there we go. Cool. We can see that. It's the same kind of thing, right? You can see the same kind of circles and stuff like that. These are, if you notice, these are different versions of the same kind of thing. And if you notice here, this is really interesting right here. I want you to notice these colors, okay? Yellow, orange, like yellow, orange, red, white, and, and black. Um, that's going to come up here in a second. Um, but these are all kinds of the same thing. I'm going to go through them real quick here. Stop screen. I got like a million of these bad boys, so. Um, maybe I just show you guys one more here. These are pretty. They are pretty intense. I took a, a class on this, and this is actually directly from the book. Um, I had to pull out. You guys have no idea how much stuff I was siphoning through. <laughs> Pulling off your shelves. Crazy <laughs> man. Um, same kind of thing. You can see this thing here in the middle. It's it's exactly the same same thing and it, this one actually is interesting because it actually does look more like an actual mountain itself which is really really interesting uh, really interesting and I think this is just like a, an altar of types okay real quick here let's stop the screen um, I want to tell you guys a little bit about these while we're looking at them here oops wrong thing I'm opening got like a million screens sorry guys um, what's really interesting is that these mountains and maybe I will show you one more actually for good sake these mountains are considered essentially the same thing as mount olympus which i thought was absolutely fascinating <laughs> um <laughs> don't escape what's there right um and one of the craziest things is that it's not even a real mountain but they use it so much to, to draw on that imagery again kind of like the chinese right like literally drawing on imagery that's not really the thing but it's like the thing and so they're making it the thing and it's still yeah. allowing them to to gain these but higher even states jesus did that not 
visually, but with his stories. I mean, that that is why he spoke in parables. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's that's certainly correct, man. That is certainly correct. You can see another one of these real quick while I'm, while I'm going through this. And I also wanted to mention, see, this is kind of a close-up of the same thing. See these these um, these guys right here down at the bottom? You probably can't see that because they got the overlay. Let me turn off the overlay super quick. It'll be fast. Yeah, it's super, super easy, brah. Let me turn off the overlay real quick. Okay. You can see there in the bottom little corner there, these guys right here. Mm -hmm. Look at the detail on this. This is, I mean, it's absolutely amazing how much detail they put into this so you can imagine that it's hindi or this is tibetan completely tibetan okay um in tibetans its own bag of bones i'm not even going to try and touch that bad boy because it is a complicated i mean there's just like tons and tons of gods and they they actually um venerated uh other humans um and do actually which which is also something that happens in caesar in, was um, worshipped yes i know Pharaoh was worshipped certainly i guess i guess what i'm saying is that that's weird for us in modern culture it's not so weird in the past right um there is also let's see here i wanted to mention that i, I won't pull up the visual it's not even worth it but as you guys were able to look at the ma the mandalas you notice that at the very tippy top that is like the sovereign god that is the equivalent of zeus at the top and it's interesting because in the lore, and this, this is going to come up here in a second, in the lore, maybe I shouldn't say the lore, in their belief system is a better way to say it, in their cosmology, there's a serpent that winds all the way up to the top of this mountain. And interestingly enough, there are four other deities situated around this mountain. Okay, and then the tippy top is the other uh, deity that we just talked about. Well, there's also... A really interesting um, temple in Angor Thom. And let me see if I can pull up a quick picture of that bad boy. Let's see. Let me stop sharing this real quick because it's not being shared anything. And what was so fascinating to me uh, about this while I'm pulling it up is... Um, I guess we'll do the entire screen. How about that? That'll work. What was super fascinating to me was not mandalas. What am I looking for? Uh, oh man, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry, guys. Oh, I don't. I don't think I have a picture of it. That's fine then. Don't worry about it. We'll use a picture. We'll just stop this real quick. It has some. Oh, I do. I do. I remember what they are now. It has. It has basically in this creation myth that they have. Um, Sorry, I keep saying Christian myth. I don't. I don't mean to be rude or insensitive. Uh, or myth is the right word. Yeah, I guess it it's is the right the, word. It's yeah. the story narrative. Narrative um, makes you feel better. There you go. Nah, myth is fine. We'll go with myth. Uh, I thought that this was absolutely fascinating. Their belief is that demons and demons and I want to say it was demons and uh, gods and demons pulled apart a snake. To create the Milky Way called the churning of the sea of milk, which I thought was kind of mind-blowing, frankly. Um, and there are bridges into this temple. And what is so cool about these bridges, it's so fascinating, is that these, these things are called, which I'm sure if you watched last episode will sound very familiar. These are called Nagas. That's what the word for serpent is. I thought that was very interesting, and I believe it's in Hindi. And um, yeah, Nagas is, is Hindi. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I know I've that I remember right from our uh, serpent well, no, I and seeds episodes. Yeah, that's okay. I have a picture of it here. I'll, I'll just show you guys literally visually here. This is oh, I, taking stuff anyway. I, What's up? Did you send it to me? No, oh, never this mind. one. I think this one I actually forgot to, to just upload all together. Um, but it, it has a picture of these uh, of these these gods literally pulling the snake into pieces. Now get this. Some of these things were so crazy to me. 
if you watched our previous episode as well, this is what came to mind. We know that, in theory, if truly there was a garment of the dragon that was stripped from the dragon when he deceived us as mankind, we know very well that that, that Nakash is snake, but Nakash is also the shining one, right? Well, the craziest thing is that these, these Naga serpents are, are like, they say that they extend between our world and the heavenlies like a rainbow. I thought that was absolutely amazing and, and fascinating. It links our world, the hum, human world, with the God's world. The equivalent of crossing over to heaven. Um, geez, man, there's a bunch of these. So apparently the Hopi and the Navajo have the same kind of visual cosmology that the Tibetans do. Uh, that they believe in... This is, this is great right here. Let's see if I can find it. Okay, here we go. So, according to the Navajo, in the time before creation, people lived in worlds below the ground. Harken back to episode 18. <laughs> Hollow Earth Theory. When they emerged to the new world, on the surface stood a great rock, the core of the universe, which penetrated through all the known worlds. Rooted in time and space, it was oriented to the four cardinal directions, and it glowed with primal colors. White in the east, blue in the south, yellow-red in the west, and black in the north. If you guys look back at those uh, colors that we talked about, and we just looked at those They're mandalas, very similar. they are super similar. And yeah, Except I don't think the mandalas use the blue no, I think it was black. But or the cardinal, it, still the, the cardinal, cardinal directions. directions. Very, very similar. Um, and so much so, I thought this was really fascinating, that, uh, where was it? Oh, in 1979, the Dalai Lama met with three Hopi elders, okay, in the American West. The delegation head, uh, Grandfather David, first said, welcome home. Noticing the, simula the similarity of David's turquoise beads to the Tibetan beads, the Dalai Lama laughed and replied, And where did you get your turquoise? Since that, that meeting, Tibetan lamas have, been, have had dialogues with Native Americans, and many lamas have settled in New Mexico. There is also obviously a physical resemblance between Tibetans and Native Americans, which lends credence to the idea that there was a crossing of the Bering Strait or something similar, right? Um, really, really fascinating. And and what I, I guess I thought was super cool uh, about that is that, um, well, that, I mean, basically that. It's it's very, very fascinating that, oh, that's what it was. Uh, it's really interesting that, that New Mexico, sorry, it's really late here, guys, so my brain is like on shutdown mode, um, <laughs> that New Mexico is right next door to Arizona where we have the Sedona Mountains. And the Sedona Mountains, for those of you who do not know, is a super sacred place, like super, super sacred liminal place. Um, tons of New Agers go there. It's a lot more convoluted than it used to be, but it is highly, highly spiritual. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff seems to happen there. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff seems to happen there. Um and we had a, I had told you about that. Now, oh, well, it's not important. I'm not going to go into it right now. It's not even worth it. Um, I wanted to end on one final note that I think is, is really important. And I think we're going to call it quits after this. This is not quite a mountain. But it is, this is a mountain of information. <laughs> this is the last thing I'm going to say um, before we wrap it up. Um, I think I'll have to do Muthana on a different day because it is time to wrap it up. Buddhism is important. It is a huge religion in the world, and it was started by Siddhartha Gautama, and I'm not going to waste time telling you the whole story. But what I will say is that when Siddhartha became the Buddha, you guys may, I don't know if you've ever seen this, maybe if I can find a quick picture of it, let's see. Um, the first Buddha. There we go. Um so whenever you see an image of the Buddha, and I'm sure you guys have seen a bajillion of them, we'll do a real, real traditional one. How about that? Okay, 
can pull this guy up real fast while you guys are waiting. Add to stage. Bam. All right, cool. See this guy right here? You tell me when you see his shell. Mm-hmm. What do you notice that's going on with his hand that seems a little bit interesting? What's What, what are his hands doing? I can only really see one. I think it's pointing outwards, palm, palm facing out. Oh, this no, I guess it's not. I guess it's relaxing on his leg. Okay. Can the other one I can't here? see. No? Okay. Right there? No? Didn't show up? Okay. Well, let me see if it's it, It's just it's far away. It, it, oh, there's I There's not much detail showing okay. us what Let's it see. is. Maybe this will be a, bit, a little bit better real quick. So there's something really interesting here that um, – there we go. Is that better? Nope. Oh, that's <laughs> it's awesome. the same size. Oh, there, there we go. Now it's okay. Bigger. Cool. So, if you notice, his hand is right here, and it's at the level where he's sitting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, why is that even remotely uh, relevant to you guys? Well, it's it's relevant because that is the moment. That is the moment that signifies that when he actually reached enlightenment, and he is touching the ground symbolically, saying. I have achieved enlightenment and I am grounded here. It is in this space, in this very, very liminal space that I have, I don't know if created that liminal space through the body itself as a ritual instrument, which we'll get into in later uh, episodes. But it's fascinating because that, this is called a mudra, right? A mudra, it's a, it, it's a type like when they do their hands like this or like that or however they move their, mm -hmm. their fingertips for different reasons. This is a particular mudra that, that refers to, I have achieved enlightenment and I have made this through my own body a liminal space. And the reason I'm bringing that up, actually, is, let me show you guys this real quick here, if I can find it. This is my final thought. Where Siddhartha, and let me know if you can see that. Can you see that tree? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's cool. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Very, very cool. Oops. Uh, let's go back just to here. Okay. This tree, sorry, it's grainy, but I'm sure you guys can make it out, is called the Bodhi tree. And there's, if you can look at the, you see the back there, you'll see that there's all, all sorts of very sacred looking things. That's a whole temple. Well, the reason that that's a temple is this is the tree that Buddha was sitting under when he achieved enlightenment. I was going to say, notice to the far left, of the picture that the Daleks are all there. This what you're talking about? Uh-huh. Yep. 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 And and the, it's really interesting because this space is made for all sorts of Buddhists of different, um, I guess we'll call it denomination, to come and equally Yeah, well, I'm the, pretty sure Hoobians aren't supposed to be there. The what? Hoobians. Looks like the Daleks from Doctor S Doctor Who. Oh my gosh. I've I've never watched <laughs> I know you're gonna trip out on me, but I've never watched it, so it's okay. You would was... actually enjoy it. I know. Not heard... the old old ones, they're horrible, but the new ones are good. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I'm sure somebody will be deeply offended uh that I made a reference. Oh, there but exterminate somebody <laughs> no will be, be laughing right now so we'd be offended that, that I, I just kicked you out by accident sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> um guys i i think it is really important to note that the the similarities the the common mm -hmm. the commonalities that common we thread. see in the different religions by no means whatsoever are we stating that we think that these are other ways to God, that these are uh, sister uh, belief systems to no. ours. We do not. No, Jesus no, no. is the only way, the only way to the Father. Mm -hmm. He is the truth. He is the life. Wait, there is no yeah. other way to the Father yep. but by Him. Yep. Um, we are not saying 
we are not saying that we believe in Buddha's enlightenment. No. Well, we are saying that we believe he believed in his enlightenment. There you go. Yeah. Um, we are saying that he he did. We do believe that he had a supernatural experience. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 Absolutely. yeah yeah. I just don't think um, he was. In alignment with God's will. Uh, or yeah, enlightened a... by yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and so I just I want to put that out there because we can look at these things it. and we and we can say, Hey, him, this is interesting. See this and this and that. And there there seems to be this thing going on and there's merit in this thing because there can be truth in um, other people's world world views certainly and there is uh, it, there has to be nobody nobody believes Nobody's gonna follow everything that is false. falsehood right right um so we are not saying that we don't want anybody to get that that impression either um, neither way mm-hmm. um, but it's good to know um what other worldviews are and it's good to be able to see the common common denominators yeah because that gives us a common ground to stand on but you don't have to beat somebody up over their religion their worldview their belief system because that's not how you win anybody over to christ it's a (laughs) kindness of the lord that leads men to repentance and we are told to be ready to give the reason for our hope when asked yeah so we need to be looking like we have hope we need to be kind not necessarily um accepting of somebody's practices certainly Uh, you you can't put your stamp of approval on things that go against God's word. You can sure. love the person and have a friendship with them, though. You yeah. absolutely can. There's there's, it's very difficult to lead somebody to Christ who you have zero relationship with. It's not impossible because God will do what He wants to do, but it's difficult. And so we would say to to remember these things to know these things and and i'll tell you i i know that it can be off-putting to hear somebody talk about a a religion um that is not our own and be able to be positive about it without us thinking oh well you're endorsing that no we're not we're not endorsing it we are simply saying, hey, look at these things. Do you see these yeah. commonalities? Yep. Yep. Um, so I just, I wanted to put that no, out no, there. No, good. I want there to be any kind of um, uh, disconnect there. No obfuscation. Confusion. Yeah. No obfuscation. Um, I'm glad you said that, actually. It's, it's, it is super important. I, I, I just, I guess the reason that, that, I try to always, whoops, lost her overlay. I try to always be super cautious with our, um, with our words is because I want to be very precise about what I say. Uh, if anything I learned in college, (laughs) I did learn several things, but if anything, I really, really took away from college. It's that I'll leave you guys with this short story. I was in class one time and I, my, my teacher was, we were dialoguing and I don't even remember exactly what the topic was, but my teacher said, um, so um, what do you guys think of this idea? Do you think it's right or wrong? Something to that effect. And I said, well, I think, I think, it because, I think it's wrong because um, X, Y, and Z, right? And she says, well, well no, that's, I mean, no, that's, that's incorrect because Z is not, because Z is not, not accurate. And I go, no, I know. Z, with Z, I'm referring to A. And she goes, we're right, but you didn't say A. You said Z. And I went, oh, yeah, I I did say Z. You're right. So what is my point here? My point is we want to be, how does the Bible put it? I love the way the Bible puts it about how we are supposed to be among men. Um, Wolves with sheep's clothing, right? 
We need to be precise about our language. We need to be precise about our thoughts. We need to understand what we think and share that accurately, while at the same time recognizing that there are other powers, whether they are to be worshipped or not, they exist, you know, and they right. should, we should take them seriously. They're real um, and they have power. Exactly. I think one of the most frustrating things I ever hear is when people are like, well, there are no other gods. How silly that they would bow down and worship this this idol. It's not real. That that idol is not real, but it's a representation of a deity that is real. And, and, and we'll eventually it's... talk about the ritual of the mouth yep. opening so that we can tie that together. Yeah. Um, so that people can see, but never are we saying that they are worthy of of worship, of praise, of obedience, of obedience. Yeah. Um, but we are saying that they they have power. We are told that they exist. Paul is so clear so many times in his writings to the body. He tells us what we're wrestling against, what our fight is with how we are supposed to um, show God's manifest glory or his manifold glory to um, the prince of the power of the air. Like we're, we're not left in doubt that there are spirit beings. Elohim is our preferred word for them. Little G gods that are the real deal. And they yep. are meddling in the earth and they are meddling in our lives. And yep. they are part of that conglomeration that, that has come to kill, still and destroy us. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They yep. know their time is running out and it's not just Lucifer, the devil, Satan, Hillel, who, what, whichever name you want to give to him. He's not the only one. He seems to be the fall guy for everybody else currently. He seems to be the one that that is like, okay, well, go ahead, pin it all on me. And during that time, we're not noticing the other principalities and powers, the other spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. I, I, and I, I particularly think it's interesting, guys, for us to, to observe other cultures and to, to observe their religious beliefs as well, because we glean insight into the mm -hmm. Word of God when we do. When I, when I, the, the particular reason, I know we're kind of, um, it's a long one, so I appreciate if you stuck with us this far. <laughs> but... Um, right. The particular part about the Naga being pulled apart to me spoke to me so much about the Word of God. I was just like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, yeah, he was he was shredded. He was shredded. He was totally destroyed. Um, and, yeah, I'm sure the gods had a hand in that. You know? Yeah. I'm sure they did. Well, and you know what? You go back to, to our episode about the serpent and the seed, you will see... Um, the iterations of the serpent, serpent again and again and yeah, again in yeah. the other cultures, in various cultures, and yep. and what what we hope that this helps you to recognize is the motif that they use again and again yeah. against us, and um, the it, the fact that it's such a powerful motif, it has backing to it yeah yep yeah man yeah yeah that's it that's that's uh for me that that's the gist of it um i can't believe we only got to mountains and to the bodhi tree that's as far as we got today uh man I the think bodhi tree is awful beautiful it is Oof. it is i mean and that's really the point right like a place can be made spiritually sacred without it being holy that's good right yeah I, yeah I, I yeah think, absolutely it doesn't have to be oh. holy for it to, to for it to have spiritual power well yeah i mean that's what sedona seems to be yeah yeah and you yeah. know it not only that but a place and, and I, can be holy and still be used by other yeah um entities because jerusalem Oh, Jerusalem. You know, and, I, and it, I, I think as an aside, because I feel very 
strongly about this. I just really sure. want to say it that um, you're supposed to be praying for Jerusalem every day. Yeah. And I don't know how many of us always do. Hmm. Um, the the cry of of um, Jews for thousands of years has been the next year in Jerusalem and next year in Jerusalem. But the, the word of God tells us that we are to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, yep. very specifically for that. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Because Jesus um, was very, very clear. As a matter of fact, I just happened to still have it up because it's in um, in Luke we in Luke nine, um, after the <laughs> at, after Peter and Jesus's conversation at the foot of Mount Horeb. Horeb, no, sorry, Hermon, sorry. Um, Jesus predicts his death and says, uh, "Rocks will cry out." <laughs> and then um, there's the transfiguration. Uh, which still, I think, maybe it was Hermon. But then, so then Luke 19.41, and it says, Jesus weeps over Jerusalem, and when he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, Would that you, even you, had known on this day the things that make for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For the day will come upon you when your enemies will set up a barricade around you and surround mm. you and hem you in on every side and tear you down to the ground and your children within you. They will not leave one stone upon you or one stone upon another in you because you did not know the time of your visitation. Hmm. The peace was there, the peace that we're supposed to pray over Jerusalem and he was there and then he goes on and further he he says I'm not coming back until time, you, you have repented and you ask me to come back and this is all all Jerusalem the holy city it is so so vital this place and I probably sound like a Zionist because I'm totally inside. <laughs> I can't wait for Jesus to come and rule from Zion. Yep. Um, yeah, man. I, I have plans. I was telling Ricky earlier, I have, I have like penciled in dates of um, people I can't wait to talk to, um, sit around, have a, an everything latte with them because it's heaven and you can yeah um, pumpkin spice so pumpkin spice that's right with real milk in it even that's true. <laughs> even better the kind from cows that's right not almond not nuts <laughs> wow we've come full circle in this podcast holy cow but pray for jerusalem you know what i would i would say i would challenge you to do that hmm. um and see what God does in your heart, but also in your life. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's it's one of those commands that we easily overlook as 21st century Western Christians. I know it's not the context, but I think it applies here. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. It's most assuredly um, in that context and very valid mm -hmm. it that's israel jerusalem's part of israel and, and that's who god said it, he said it, it to abraham he that said context? it he said it to isaac and then mm. he said it to jacob who is israel yeah. those who bless you i will bless those who curse you i will curse and jerusalem again is the heart of israel and so yeah blessing jerusalem oh, yeah. is blessing israel yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's super interesting. It's right after the Tower of Babel. <laughs> the first time. Great.
the first time he says it so many times, you know, like when God yeah, says yeah, yeah. three times, you know, it's underlined, italicized and highlighted and yeah. bolded. He's done it so many times that it's flashing neon. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, it only makes sense if we're grafted into him. Like, why not? Right? Why wouldn't we? I don't know. Where else did Jesus leave his blood, yo? His <laughs> DNA is literally in that dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That that's God crazy. particle that CERN is busy trying to find. Ooh, that's a topic. All that's in stuff. the dirt. That's... On that holy hill. Hmm. Yeah, well, we'll get to that, too. <laughs> if you're concerned... Okay, it's time to go, guys. It's, it's time 2 a.m. My time, it's almost 3. Ricky's time. We. It's time to go, Mimi's, like yep. normal folk. Especially being as we both, I'm sure Rick's been up since the wee hours of the early morn, as I, I have myself. 7, which is not too bad, but it's time to go to bed. Yeah, um, I got up at 6.15, and I, I got up tired, so. Oof. Oh, gosh. Oof. <laughs> well, here it goes. I'm going to say I remember it. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Lord yes. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Hey, Amen. Hey. Oh, wow. I got it. Look at that. I memorized it. You mm -hmm. did. Only took 20 episodes. Now, I just, I need <laughs> to give you the song. There's, there's a song. It was a lullaby when you were little. Um, well, I don't a, know. There's also a newer did. version too. You know that? Oh, there oh, is the blessing. Bless you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As a matter like of fact, that came on mm -hmm. um, when I was driving home right after finding out that the Amos had That's gone the, to be with Jesus, like to the unseen realm, baby. He did, man, and his granddaughter. I'll, I'll share this with you just real quick quick rick so i don't know if we have mentioned this on this podcast but one of ricky's classmates um jillian uh died from cancer 10 uh more more ago. than 10 years ago yeah. um no 10 years ago and um she was a really like one of the most genuinely nice, kind, happy to see you always people you'll ever meet. Um, and when she, when, when Jesus didn't heal her on this side, in this, this side of this veil. She got her healing in heaven. Yeah, she did. Um, it was hard. It was hard for people, yeah. but, um, God has just given me a vision. We knew her grandpa, the Amos that I speak of, would be passing very soon. And it felt like it would probably be this week. And it was. But he, God just kept giving me. This picture in my mind. I won't call it a vision because there was nothing like, oh, about it. But I could just see Jill being the person there to bring her grandpa in into the kingdom to Jesus. Obviously, Jesus and Amos already know each other. But I can just see her bringing her grandpa in to see her beloved Savior, their beloved Savior for the first time. And, and getting to be the one him at the door and like mm. that brings me comfort i don't know if that brings her mama comfort because that was her mama her mama's daddy and her mama already lost her and um that's like a hard thing that's that's the yeah. worst thing yeah. losing losing your kiddo um yeah. losing your parents sucks but at least it's the natural order of things but i i've just been seeing that yeah jill leading mm. amos in and like she's one of the best people to be a greeter she should definitely be the greeter at heaven's <laughs> gates however that um actually is you know we just feel in heaven in terms we can understand and 
she's uh she she uh she substitutes saint peter when he's uh busy doing other <laughs> stuff well you know what peter was a hothead and a bit of a butt face yeah, i mean face. that's putting it lightly frankly he was uh yeah he was a he's a piece of work good freaking guy right uh, god uses broken vessels man thank god he does that. Thank him for it because we're all a bunch of cracked pots. Yeah, not cracked pots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if guys, you stuck around for my little weepy story, guys, no, sorry, cool, but these like these are people that it's I, so cool when you I, know beyond a shadow of a doubt that somebody's I, in heaven because you can be sad that's right. and at the same time you can be happy. Yeah. I will leave you guys with a little little snippet. Um, I said I would, and I will. Um, if you're behind the paywall, you'll get the rest later. Sorry, we got to go to bed after this. But I had a very, very cool conversation with, and I'll probably state this again um, at the beginning of our next podcast because it'll be a little less lengthy. <laughs> I had a really cool conversation with a guy um, at... Uh, randomly just walking into the grocery store and he started trying to sell me something and usually I don't even pay attention. I'm just like, oh, these freaking guys. But for whatever reason, I answered the guy and we got to talking. Uh, long story short, the guy is, uh, the guy asked me what I use my internet for because he was trying to sell me the internet. And I said, oh, I do a podcast. And he goes, oh, really? <laughs> and he goes, about what? And I go, well, we're a Christian podcast, but we deal with all sorts of stuff. And I, as soon as I said Christian, he goes, oh, okay. Kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> Turned you right off. Uh -huh. And I go, This yeah, guy's man. up no value to me. That's right. And then I go, yeah, bro, we, we try to deal with a lot of crazy stuff, like, you know, what aliens are, what the phenomenon is, uh, places between worlds, uh, creatures that we can't explain, uh, all sorts of stuff like that. And he goes, really? I go, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what we do. He goes, Okay. I was just like, well, I mean, and I go, yeah, yeah. When we take our, our biblical worldview, we take our Christian worldview, and we we put it up to the lens of what's happening in the world, and we try and make sense of things and and uh, do our, our best to let Scripture guide us. But frankly, if we don't confront these things, then we don't have much of a faith, do we? And he kind of laughed, and he goes, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. And we got to talking and uh, talked for a good probably 30, 40 minutes. We talked for a long time there. And he was, <laughs> granted, he was selling stuff that day. And he made a sell. He made a sell. He, got, he had a good offer. So, But um, I just want to tell you that we got to talking and it was very cool because you know when God provides those kind of times. And again, I'll be telling you guys a little bit more about it. But he was, uh, he's a Muslim guy. And uh, he was like, man, no, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm Muslim. And I was like, oh, I figured you bro. He, he had a very thick air not super thick but thick enough arabic accent that i you know i could pick up that he was from somewhere in the middle east and yeah i'm from iraq and oh very cool man very cool sorry about our freaking military bro apologize about that you know kind of thing and, <laughs> sorry we went in and yeah, plundered all the yeah. rest of your riches. I, I, I didn't want to do it i swear um <laughs> and uh he was he just laughed and he's like yeah yeah it's it's crazy but the cool thing is he's like man i'm really interested in your podcast i want to watch it so all I'm trying to say is I will give all the juicy details later to everybody else, but just God is using what we're doing. Um, and that really encouraged me. I know many of you guys follow us. You guys are really interested in our posts and you guys interact Some with us. Some of you are so very, very encouraging to us. You have unbelievably. no idea. Um, believe us that there, when we tell you that there are times when we just like are exhausted, there's no more time in the day to do research and we feel like we're dra dragging the, you know, just dragging our feet trying to get it done. Um, and thus we start recording at 11 p.m. and don't finish right. until 2 a.m., 3 a.m. So <laughs> this is just a, a nice just little reminder. Thank you, guys. Please keep praying for us. I really, really believe, Shelly does too, we really, really believe in what we're doing. And we really believe it's a ministry. Absolutely. And jeez, uh, I didn't even get to tell you some of the cool stuff we... we uh, God really put on my heart, and I think Shelly and I agree with. Um, there will likely be more interviews coming in the next year. Very interesting interviews. 
and I think it really will. I just keeps putting stuff in her lap. It's yeah. real. It's real neat. Yeah. I think we're gonna have some. Um, a lot of Christians changing their mind and a lot of stuff coming to know their Lord and Savior in a whole new way, and recognizing the depth of their faith. So that's all I'm gonna say. Do you want to go ahead and say uh -huh. the goodbye, Shell? We, yeah, we've already done the blessing and then talked yep. for another 15 minutes. <laughs> Y'all, if you've stayed with us tonight, just special blessing on you because that, that is some um, determination. My, my brain has literally quit and I'm, I have a migraine coming on and I'm, I've oh, lost Shell. half of my vision right now. I have oh, no pain awesome. yet. Hopefully I'll go to sleep before it happens. I'm sure it's just because I'm overtired. It has been um, real great. Guys, we will be back very soon with the next part of this. Um, and after that, the next part and the next part. So um, if you want to look at th uh, thin places, sacred spaces, uh, you'll find really weird stuff if you get into liminal um, places. Liminal seems to uh, be the uh, more esoteric. And it is. It is. To be the more Christian, which is quite funny. And Stargates, you oh, might, you know, get a TV show, but it's a real cool TV show. So. I love SG One. <laughs> I do um. too. <laughs> I have been meaning to rewatch the series. I haven't That's watched it. That's my mom's in favorite. It's so funny. <laughs> um, well, we're gonna sign off, guys. God bless. Good night. Shalom. Shalom. Maranatha, y'all. Good night, guys. Thank you for watching this episode of The Christian Theological Dark Web. For questions or comments, please email us at thechristiantheologicaldarkweb at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, please look for the Patreon link in the description. This has been another production of CTDW Studios. Thank you, and God bless.